Welcome to the Brotherhood of Fatherhood podcast. My name is Scott, and today, today is a special day because this episode, you get to listen to Josh and I talk about a subject we are super passionate about. Right, Josh? Yes. <laughs> he was nodding his head for those of you who can't see him, which is all of you. <laughs> so uh, we're, we have been working really hard. Uh, a lot of, a lot of time spent discussing and planning and um, learning. And, and for me, I, I thrive off that stuff. So Josh and I want to talk to you um, about some, some marriage topics. So we're both extremely passionate about this topic. And um, as you know, we're passionate about family. And family typically starts, not always, but typically starts with marriage. Um, and so if you're not married, I would not tune out. I think this is your opportunity to uh, learn and be prepared for the day that it might happen. Right, Josh? Yes. Yes. The man of many words today. So <laughs> this week, um, I put a, a poll in the Brotherhood group, and it said, just out of curiosity, please be honest, rate the health of your marriage. And um, I put in there that you need to use your own standards because I think that this is kind of a, a I mean, who rates our marriages? So um, it, was, it was very interesting, but something that I noticed was the fact that some people that I had been talking with and that I know well that voted, voted very differently this week than they would have probably last week. And so um, I was, I was uh, not super surprised about the, the, the votes. Josh, did you vote by any chance? Uh, no, I did not, I don't think. You didn't want to skew it? Uh, yeah, I didn't want to uh, skew the results. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm not sure what my vote would have been, actually. I'd have to... To look at it I'd say we're in a a good um always trying to get better yeah you know yeah yeah actually one of our guests or one of our um members Alex um I don't Jody or Judy um added great teamwork always looking for ways to improve and I really like that it's an option I didn't put in there and he put in there I thought that was a really cool way of looking at it because um really the whole idea is is that when we put ourselves on a scale of how our marriage is doing, I think it directly reflects to what's happened in the last day, the last two days. And um, it kind of really made me think about um, how we treat and, and how we move towards achieving a great marriage. Um, how do we make this thing last? Um, I know for me, my, my goal and my out, my, commitment from the very start was this is the one and only for me. And this is no judgment on anybody else, but I have made that decision. And so I know that that's going to take an incredible amount of work. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, you know, in the Bible, you know, it says to like leave um, the home of your father and mother and then, you know, cleave together and everything. And I think when I was, you know, younger and everything, I just thought that, oh, well, that just magically happens, you know, a sprinkle of fairy dust and then you leave and you cleave together. But in reality, you know, you're two very separate people and uh, me and my wife are extremely independent. And so cleaving was even harder for us. Uh, I mean, maybe not than anybody else, but 
Um, you, know, you spend your first 18, 20, 25, however old it was before you get married to like figuring out who you are. And then all of a sudden you have to become um, this single organism almost. Right. Right. And when that happens, there's a lot of dying to yourself. There's a lot of, you know, getting rid of your ego. And, you know, for me, we've talked about it in the past and everything, but like that just didn't happen. And what ended up happening with me and my wife, especially in our late twenties, early thirties is that we were just basically roommates, you know, and it wasn't until, um, you know, problems at the gym and, uh, that affected our marriage and everything that I started, that both of us started figuring out, like, this isn't what we want. And then it took realizing, um, uh, there's a guy who had said to me one time, it's you and Kelly against the world. So you've got to figure out what that is that you stand for. What is that organism that you're going to go forward in? And um, that really set the stage, set the context for then figuring out what you just said. Like, um, what is that going to be? What is that intentionality that you're going to live with and, and move forward with and, and make a great marriage? Yeah. I, I think, you know, I never thought of it this way, but the way you explained your first part of your marriage, your 20s, 30, early 30s, or whatever you said, was that resonates with me really well. Like you, you're, you're, you're moving along, you do this college thing or whatever it is you did, the, the military, or you just moved out of home, maybe, maybe you're straight out of home, and all of a sudden you're thrust into this place with someone else. And um, I, it was like I knew, knew different than just to kind of go about like just go about what I was doing previously. I'd go to work, do my thing, come home as like a roommate um, that, you know, stole most of the sheets at night. So uh, <laughs> we had to discuss finances all of a sudden. Right. And, and um, there was a huge shift. And that's another thing I kind of wanted to talk about was there was a huge shift when all of a sudden we both had careers and we're trying to manage time. And then you threw it, well, we threw in a dog first, which if we would have judged how we were going to do as parents by the, the way that we did it, did the dog, we should have never had parents. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we've never had kids, excuse me. Right. Yeah. So, um, so, but then we threw the kid in and this is a point I wanted to make because there's men in this group, a lot of men in this group who are very fresh parents. They're new parents, right. um, even a year in or, or six months in or pregnancy. What I found is that at that point, when Kim was pregnant, we had a common thing to work towards. Mm -hmm. We had, we're keeping Kim and the baby safe and nourished while in the belly before being born. And then after born, you know, your lives are like just absolutely injected with massive amounts of attention and work in one area. And you're working together in this, in this, usually in a synergistic way, or you are, you kind of died yourself at that moment. You all of a sudden, it's not about you because a lot of times in the early marriage, I think a lot of it is a, a lot about still you. You're just cohabitating with this person. And now you're focused in on this new being in your family. And hang in with me for a minute because I think that's where things started to fall apart for me. As soon as I kind of felt like, oh, everything's fine, then we weren't, then we were moving away in opposite directions. I was moving, I think it was more me moving away. We didn't have this common thing anymore. And that's where um, I started to really make a wrong turn with my businesses and, and feeling a little separated and not really, you know, I was there. I just wasn't there emotionally. Um, right. 
And I think, you know, you're the same way, Josh, your story is very, very similar, but I think a lot of men, and this is not meant to call anybody out, but if you're fresh to have being a dad, you might be living a little bit in a, in a, um, like a coma state, like a, a, like a state of euphoria around this child. You, you, you feel very connected with your wife and you probably are because you're moving in the same direction. My, my, um, word to you is start living with intentionality now about putting you guys on the same page from this moment on. Um, and I was, I was raised in a family where my dad was very um, focused on serving my mother and very focused on the marriage. And I never saw it anyway. And also, you know, I, I too um, live my life by the Bible and it, and it talks about marriage as a covenant. And so for me, when I met, when I entered into that covenant, there's like, there's no back door. I mean, there's a reason there is ways that I can, that we could get out of it if that covenant is broken. But, um, I just, I think it's a lot lifelong thing. So I kind of went a long way around of saying, it's just something we always have to work on. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think like to, you know, provide some action or provide some, uh, different pieces, things that came up to, uh, to my mind is like, I think this is one of the things that we need to teach kids, you know, is like, let's prepare, you know, our sons, let's prepare our daughters for what, what that's like, what it's like to separate, what it's like to, um, you know, uh, like I said, become the single organism that is a family, right? I mean, that's what it is. You're making a family now and that family is an organism unto itself. Um, maybe it's not the best way to describe it, but it's the way that my, my mind thinks about it. And I think one of the biggest things that I, that I will tell Sully and I would tell every man in the brotherhood of fatherhood and any um, guy who ultimately comes into our ultimate dad project, which we'll talk a little bit about later. We've talked about it on other podcasts, but we'll talk about it a little bit later is that it is a moving target. And yeah. I think that everybody wants to be like, okay, well, I've got this outcome in my head of what I want my marriage to be like, or they don't have that, or they have it now, but they're like, well, what if it changes? And, um, you know, uh, like it's going to change. It's going to change. We talked about that even with the brotherhood of fatherhood this week, you were like, well, what if it changes? I don't want to be pigeonholed. And I'm like, you're not pigeonholed and it, and it will change. And so will your marriage. And so will your business. And so will your kids. And so will everything in life. So like the thing that I use is, you know, the simple, well, one to 10, what is a 10 right now? And realize that when you achieve that 10, because we're going to work towards that 10, that might turn out to be a three in the future. Yeah. It might be a seven. It might be a 10 for a really long time, you know, working with your, your wife, but you have to sit down, you know, and, and, um, and I think you have to sit down monthly. You have to sit down, you know, uh, and say, you know, how am I doing? Where am I? succeeding where am i failing hey this is where you're succeeding this is where you're failing and those conversations are hard and the guys uh out there that marked like we're in trouble you know we're on the edge of divorce that might be a really hard yeah. question but those are things that we can help you with that me and scott can help you with because the first thing guys who are listening to this podcast right now you have to work on first and foremost and you don't want to probably you want to put every excuse out there and you want to throw it, uh, all your problems at your wife, 
and everything, that may be you who I'm talking to right now. You have to take ownership first and foremost. Absolutely. You have to fix you first. And guys have argued with us about this in the group. And, and sometimes, sometimes it's context, I'm sure, of why are you saying I'm a shitty father? You know, well, because there's probably a part of this that you've been shitty. That's why we're saying that. Just like I did, just like Scott was, there's probably a part. And maybe, maybe you were absolutely perfect through it all. And maybe it was all her. And we're not talking to you in this moment. But everybody else who said, hey, we need help, like, listen to this podcast. We're going to get it out there to you and get on a call with us yeah. because we can help you. We've, we've solved this in our lives. We can solve this in yours. Absolutely. I, and I kind of equate it to a few things here. Um, one, it's like the toolbox. It, it, you know, you leave your, your parents' home and you, you have a certain set of tools. And most of those tools, and this is why Josh brought up you know, training solely and me training my kids, we are, we are intentionally giving our kids more tools than we had. So you, you leave home and you have these tools on how to do your own thing. Well, when you get married, you, you kind of acquire tools through, um, you know, through just experience. Well, we have a, I, you know, we're good at this guys. I, I kind of, <laughs> I hate to say this out loud, but um, and I talked to my wife about this. We're good, we're good at marriage because we're extremely intentional about it. And that is a moving target. But I, I think Josh and I talk, we have a massive tool set. And um, one of the things that I, I like to tell men is like, look, we've heard for our entire lives through media, through whatever, that marriage is 50-50. And I'm just telling you, I'm calling bullshit on it. I'm just telling you right now, you need to be 100%. That's what you need to do. And um, so we have these tool sets. We have these tools. And we, we are really wanting to help as many men as possible always hit that moving target. Yeah, and that's one of the biggest shifts. We talk about the different shifts that we want to have in your, your thinking. Number one is you know, uh, drawing the circle around yourself, everything within the circle, that's what you can control. That's what we're going to change. Um, number two, marriage is not 50, 50 marriage is 100%, right? That is a big shift that we want every man taking. And then, uh, one of our favorites, which is, uh, uh, shifts that we talk about is which we are called to raise future adults, not children. Yeah. Right. So, um, you know, if any of those resonate with you and everything, we're going to be talking a whole lot more about them on this podcast. We're going to be talking about them in the group. Um, but right now, the big one is it is 100% on you. Yep. And if you will take that and you will run with it and you will reach out and get help, it will change your marriage. It will. And I, I just one more thing I want to say is I know there's men going, it's it can't be 100% on me because my wife cheated on me. My wife doesn't like love me. My wife treats our kids horribly. My wife doesn't work and mooches. My wife, what, that's where we have to stop. Because when, um, when you started courting or dating your wife, that's not how she acted, likely. You have some part of the way she is right now. Therefore, you have to 
stop at you and, and do that hundred percent and not expect anything in return. That's another one, nothing in return. It's all on you. This is a really tough message for you guys probably to hear. And it's, it was tough for me to hear, but it's, it's earth shattering. It works. So, um, all right. So that I think we, um, obviously have a lot of passion around this. And if you got this far in the podcast, um, thank you. Thank you for being a listener. Thank you for taking time and putting us on the list. Uh, there's a lot of really great podcasts out of there, but we are on a mission and we um, are just thrilled that you're listening with us. Hit that subscribe button. Give us some feedback on your po favorite podcast area, whatever, whether that's Apple or Stitcher or Spotify or whatever the case is. And we obviously want to help. This is, this is our mission in life. And so if that, if you're thinking, you know, I just want to hear more about that. I just, uh, a no strings attached. What, what is this about? What is the ultimate dad project? You just need to shoot us an email, Scott at brotherhoodfatherhood.com or Josh brotherhoodfatherhood.com. Or you can message us on, on Facebook, DM us, whatever, we're everywhere. So find us and, um, we will, we will connect with you and make it, make it clear if it's something we can help you with. Uh, thank you for being a listener. Have an incredible day.